Advent, the 16th of December. Malachi chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. We come to the final prophecy anticipating Christmas and the coming of the Messiah. It is a prophecy from the final prophet in the Tanakh, the Jewish scriptures. Malachi, whose name means messenger, spoke to a people who had returned from the long years of exile and who had rebuilt their temple and city walls in their homeland, under the leadership of Ezra and Nehemiah. However, the trauma of those years ran deep, and to a people wondering when the Messiah would come, Malachi spoke. As Isaiah had, centuries before him, Malachi told them that a messenger or forerunner would come to prepare the way for the promised one, the one who would bear the new covenant when God himself would come and heal the hearts of humanity. Look, I am sending my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. Then the Lord you are seeking will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you look for so eagerly is surely coming, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Malachi 3.1 However, Malachi gave a warning. When the Messiah came, he would reveal the true hearts of the people he encountered, ripping away pretense and exposing hypocrisy, stripping away the veneer of respectability many wore like a thick coat of bright paint, hiding the rot and decay underneath. But who will be able to endure it when he comes? Who will be able to stand and face him when he appears? For he will be like a blazing fire that refines metal, or like a strong soap that bleaches clothes. He will sit like a refiner of silver, burning away the dross. I will speak against those who cheat employees of their wages, who oppress widows and orphans, or who deprive the foreigners living among you of justice. For these people do not fear me, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Malachi 3, 2-5 Indeed, when the forerunner later came, he echoed Malachi's words. As many respectable religious leaders, wealthy landowners and curious peasants came to see the strange man who had emerged from the wilderness, preaching powerfully like the prophets of old, the man labelled the Baptist warned them. Prove by the way that you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Someone is coming soon who is greater than I am. He is ready to separate the shaft from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Luke 3, 8, 16-17 When the promised one did come, he did indeed separate the chaff and the wheat as Malachi and the man named the Baptist had warned. He exposed the hypocritical religious leaders and wealthy landowners who ignored the needs of the marginalised for what they were. He called the religious leaders whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside but filled with death and decay on the inside. Matthew chapter 23 verse 27 He warned the rich that they would struggle to enter the coming kingdom, while the poor they ignored would go ahead of them. Luke chapter 13, verse 30, and chapter 14, verses 21 to 23. By contrast, he spoke words of mercy and acceptance to the poor, the marginalized, the excluded, and the oppressed, spending time with the untouchables of society. He scandalised polite society, shaking up the social order of his time. His words and actions were to have grave consequences for him, with the true hearts of many being exposed, as the outwardly respectable elite of his time organised a corrupt and unjust trial in the dead of night to silence him. 
they were to utterly, utterly fail. In the final chapter in the last of the 39 books of the Old Testament, or Covenant, in the biblical canon, a final prophecy is granted unto Malachi. As the last ink is spilt on parchment by the last prophet coming from a mighty line of individuals who had stood up to injustice, warning their people of the consequences of their rebellion, while breathing hope to those who faced cruel oppression, Malachi writes, But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. Look, I am sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the hearts of fathers to their children, and the hearts of children to their fathers. Malachi 4.2.5-6 And with these final flourishes, the words of God stop. After millennia of promises flowing like a mighty stream through the meandering landscapes of history, the river seems to stop, drying up and becoming a parched wilderness. The ink dries, and no more prophets speak. We turn the page after those words of Malachi and we find a stark blank page. But we often do not appreciate what that represents. Generations of waiting, a century of silence, then two centuries, three, four. The wheels of history turn relentlessly. Domineering empires fall while new empires rise from their ashes. The Israelites groan in their longing, clinging to the promises their forefathers had given them in ages past. Surely now was the time the Messiah would come. Many gave up hope, believing that the time of God intervening was over. But others clung to the promise. They prayed. They waited. They yearned. They anticipated. After 400 years of silence from the heavens, an old priest stands in a temple on a day just like any other. His life was approaching its end, and surely little lay ahead for him. He goes about his duties, just as he has all his life. Everything is as it should be, until everything changes. The word of God booms around him, telling him his wife would bear a son. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. The old man does not believe it, but it comes to pass. Malachi's words are about to be fulfilled. Six months later, an ordinary peasant girl gets engaged to a man named Joseph. A young girl, her life has been very ordinary up to now. She is no prophet, no judge, no queen. She looks forward to the married life she and her future husband will build together, despite their poverty. On a day just like any other, this young girl's placid and mundane existence is forever shattered. Her eyes widen in shock as a messenger sent from God appears, saying, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Luke 128. The blank page of 400 long years is turned. Ancient words that have been poured over by generations begin to be fulfilled. God himself steps into history, ripping it in two. The New Testament, or New Covenant, begins. The hopes and fears of all the years are about to be met through the obedience of this young peasant girl.